are Locked On Tar Heels, your daily podcast on the UNC Tar Heels, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Park the sound and your favorite Tar Heel voice. Welcome to Locked On Tar Heels. As always, it's a great day to be a Tar Heel. I'm your host, Candace Cooper. Happy to have you rock with me today. Do yourself a favor. Make sure you download, subscribe to Locked On Tar Heels podcast from anywhere you listen to podcasts. You can also join the fun via Twitter by following at Candace D. Cooper or at Locked on Heels, all of that good stuff as we prep for yet another opportunity to talk about Carolina sports. I hope you guys are happy that it's Friday. I sure know I am. I am so glad that it is Friday, that we've made it through yet another week. We have survived another week of pandemic. So if you're listening, praise the Lord, saints, we have made it, okay? <laughs> so here's what I have on tap for you today. I'm going to do a versus battle. I don't know. If some of you are hip to verses, but it is this new Instagram live series that was started this summer when we all started quarantine and it was a battle between two, you know, legendary musicians in the game and they would just play their songs and it got really hype. And, you know, of course I had the opportunity to listen last night to my favorite, one, two of my favorite rappers, not even gonna lie to you, Gucci Mane and Young Jeezy. So some of you are listening today and you're like, who the hell are these two? Never heard of them in my life. Do yourself a favor. I have a playlist, Ode to Jeezy, Candace Cooper. You can look it up on Apple Music. I am a strong, strong fan. Or you can look up Coop's Dirty 30 and you can see some, here's some Gucci Mane up there. I promise you that it'll make your Friday so much better. So I'm going to talk about their battle and then I'm going to compare it to a couple guys in the Carolina game because you know we got to bring it home here on Locked on Tar Heels. So who on the Tar Heels kind of has that backstory that's similar to, hopefully not similar, similar, but similar to Jeezy and Gucci Mane and how maybe we can find some retribution and forgiveness for those athletes. Secondly, I'm going to talk about UNC football. I uh, got Lee Pace, an insider and author here to join the show today. He is going to talk to me about Mac Brown, Tar Heels, what he's seen. He has been, you know, since the 70s, been a part of the Chapel Hill family, and he has just, you know, he has great insight. So I'm very much looking forward to that conversation. Finally, we got to talk about the week ahead. What does this mean for us as we're gearing up for Thanksgiving? Have a big game on Friday. Carolina basketball is starting. It's an exciting week for Carolina athletics as we're gearing up for yet another strong year and a strong, strong year for Carolina basketball, strong finish for UNC football. I'm a little on edge as we have some two big games I will give, you know, down the stretch. I don't know that Western Carolina is going to be anything more than just a tune-up, which we had that earlier in the season, but here we are. (laughs) I'll take that win and keep it pushing. But what I will say, though, is I'm excited to see where Carolina finishes up. So that's all what we're going to do for today. So let's get right on into it. Again, happy Friday. Here goes the versus battle. All right. So let me paint the picture for you. All right. So Jeezy, young Jeezy, he used to be called that, is a rapper from Atlanta. Zone, And then you have Gucci Mane from Zone 6. It's a, you know, neighborhood in Atlanta. We'll call it that <laughs> to be politically correct. They were both, you know, rappers coming up in the game. There was a song called So Icy, right? So So Icy is a song. And the two were supposed to allegedly put it on, respectively, their albums. Apparently, there was some conversation. Jay-Z, who we all know, Jay-Z, married to Beyonce, 
decided, hey, Young Jeezy, you should put it on your album and not Gucci Mane. So that kind of conversation went down. It ended up going on somebody's album, and then there was tension amongst the two. Okay, this is where it gets spicy, though. So Young Jeezy obviously grew up in a certain kind of lifestyle, had a friend who would do things for him or take care of things, rather, when he needed them to be taken care of. So he enlisted this friend and said, hey, I want you to take care of Gucci Mane, okay? So uh, his friend tried to take care of Gucci Mane. Unfortunately, Gucci Mane was, we'll just call him Gucci because Gucci Mane is making me nervous. (laughs) Gucci was, um, how do I put this? He didn't take kindly to wanting to be taken care of. And so he retaliated and said, oh no, I'll take care of your friend Jeezy. And that's what he did, allegedly. We don't know that he pulled any type of, um, we don't know if he made it the actual (laughs) taking care of-ness, if that's what I'm going to use. We don't know if he actually pulled any triggers. However, we do know that his friend is no longer, Jeezy's friend is no longer here. All right. So just to make sure you're all here, Jeezy had a friend. Jeezy wanted that friend to take care of Gucci. Gucci caught wind. Gucci said, nah, we're cool, and took care of other friend instead. So there's no more friend, and now we hold it over your head. And Gucci even made a diss track to the uh, situation and how it all went down. So that's a backstory. You're welcome, because I'm pretty sure you're like, why are these guys beefing? They're both from Atlanta. Let's all for the culture. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, no, it's not always like that. Cool. So They've been beefing for years. It's well known that they don't even can't be in the same room together. So 15, 20 years later, when you have this versus, you're like, wow, they both put out so many hits. They both have changed their lifestyle. You're thinking, okay, we can all bring it back home. Prodigal sons out here. We've all done our things. Now we're just trying to, you know, forgiveness in the year of 2020. Cool. Didn't think it would ever happen. Personally thought that they were not going to be in the same room together because let's be honest, if I had a friend who took out, you know, if I was someone who my, my friend was taken out by, I don't know that I would really want to be in the same room as them. That's just me. But, you know, whatever. Cool. So they ended up having the battle. It was one of the ages. They did it in Magic City. It is adult entertainment. Um, vicin- what is it called? Facility? Venue? Venue. There we go. It's an adult entertainment venue. They rapped their songs. They went back and forth. Uh, Gucci was a little more on edge and a little more tense than Jeezy. Young Jeezy tried to, like, make sure we had this peaceful moment, been in therapy. Like, you know, at the end of the day, bro, I'm trying to move on, move past, and show that we are, you know, mature, young, older. We're in our 40s now. Older men, and we can move on from all the foolishness, you know? So at the end of the day, it was a great battle for fans, right? I'm, I'm glad that they had some reckoning and nobody fought, nobody got shot, nobody was taken care of. It was great, right? At the end of the day, it was a great opportunity to see two legends in the building and coming together. Cool. So I thought, of course, because it's locked on Tar Heels, you can't just give us a rap talk conversation without bringing it home to roost and fi- figuring out who from Carolina you know, if we had a versus battle between Go Heels or Carolina Athletics, right, and a former athlete, who would you like to see bring it on back home? Come on, come on back to the family. You're never, you're never out of the Carolina family. Let's keep it a buck. But how can you come on back home? So when it came to basketball, I obviously went immediately 
to Rashad McCants. As we all know, he had some interesting words for Carolina basketball family and made some wild accusations, wondering if he had was off his rocker a bit. But I don't know if you guys seen his Sports Illustrated interview with Kiera Luck and having that conversation about, you know, wanting to essentially bury the hatchet, forgiveness, and, you know, owning his part and all that. But it's a great interview. You should go check that out. More importantly, though, I do feel like, you know, there's a part of forgiveness where I'm sure he's welcome to wear his Carolina gear again. (laughs) After COVID's over, I'm not sure that he'll be invited to the brunches and stuff. But, you know, I do believe that there's some, like, peace there. All forgiven, we can move on. So I want to know your thoughts. Would you forgive Rashad McCants? Do you think that... He should be, we should let it all go. He just said some foolishness. He was talking outside of his neck, needed some money, all that good stuff. You know, I mean, at one point, man was dating Khloe Kardashian. He was lost in the sauce, okay? He he was lost in his ways. He was feeling himself. But everybody can come back home. <laughs> everybody can come back when it's all said and done. So that was my basketball comparison. I also said Ty Lawson, who in recent memory has had some issues with the Carolina basketball. Who who even knew that there was some tension there? He made some statements about how Carolina, you know, basketball was not really there for him, and they haven't really done anything to help him, X, Y, Z. And we all know what he had going on in China, getting, you know, kicked off the team out there, doing too much during COVID. I just, you know, we're again, we're all family here. Come on back home, Ty, whenever you're ready receive you with a warm embrace, right? I was in school with Ty Lawson. So like for me, it's even personal because I, I love Ty. Like I, he, I, he helped me see my first national championship, you know, my freshman year of college. So I'm always rooting for all of our guys, especially ones that I'm close to. So Ty, open arms, Caroline family, come on, bring them back. When it came to football though, I was thinking about the Butch Davis years again when I was in school and just beautiful times. See, you want to see some great defense? <laughs> I know we talk about max 95, not through 97 guys and all that good stuff, but you want to see some good defense. You want to see some Clint Copels, some Ryan, uh, Ryan Quinns. You want to see some Bruce Carters, Marvin Austins of the world. Uh, Ty Dreek, uh, can't remember his last name, but Dreek Freak. You want to remember some good, ba- some good defense. Man, oh man, what a time. what a time all right I had the football comparison of Marvin Austin because as we all know we know the infamous you know Louis Vuitton backpack if you don't know the Louis Vuitton backpack in the tweet is how it all went down and how all the allegations came about and it pretty much just opened the door to everything that went down with scandal and fake classes and all that what have you I think Marvin should be able to come back home too you know, <laughs> and when you think about all the things that I've had to deal with being a student athlete who was an African-American studies major, even I'm willing to forgive Marvin. <laughs> all, I, all I ever felt about the whole situation was at the end of the day, you're going to do your dirt. That's cool. It's happening everywhere. You know, you could do your dirt by yourself and not tell nobody and not be flashy. I know we live in a culture now where everything has to be shown, taken a picture of, put on somebody's, you know, feed, all that good stuff, you know. If you're going to live a life that's not exactly on the up and up, it's cool just to lay low. You don't have to tell everybody your business. I know I just want everyone to take that into 2020, 2021. You don't have to tell everybody your business. And so there's my comparison for football. Now, I just, you know, I think those are two, two pretty good ones. But if you have pretty good ones that you think a versus battle between Carolina athletics and a former student athlete, I would love to hear who your picks were 
for that. Who do you think has probably had a bad go at it when it comes to Carolina sports who probably, you know, got treated unfairly or whatever, what have you by a coach, something like that. Who's all, who's trying to forgive and move on. I would love to have that conversation with you at Candace Cooper at Locked on Heels. Let's talk about that. But up next, I get to talk to somebody who is literally a legend in the game. He is a football author. He is a golf author extraordinaire. He has so many, you know, strong stories and important stories to share with us. Lee Pace is on deck. Hear him now on Locked on Tar Heels. Do you ever feel like you're always on? I mean, same. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nothing but nonstop hustle all the time. Sometimes I just need to celebrate responsibly. That's when I reach for Coors Light. It's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's literally made to chill. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies, perfect for a moment to unwind. It doesn't matter what team or sport is playing, Coors Light from Coors Brewing Company, Golden Colorado, is the official beer of watching any sport or team just to drink. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind, so when you need to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door at get.coorslight.com. All right, here with me now, I have freelance writer extraordinaire Lee Pace here to talk to me about Carolina football and some more good stuff. Lee, I just want to know, not only do you write about football, but I see that you have your hand in some golf. Did you get a chance to see the Masters last weekend, and did you enjoy it? I did. Well, I had some other priorities, Candace, with Carolina football. Uh, first time ever had a football weekend, the weekend of the Masters, but it was interesting just to, to watch on television and see the golf course in the fall colors and also without all the people around you kind of get a different perspective of it but uh, it was is enjoyable to watch but not as much fun as watching the Tar Heels beat Wake Forest absolutely now you've seen some beautiful greenways but also some beautiful skies over Keenan Stadium why was it important for you to write football in a forest the life and times of Keenan Memorial Stadium Candace I've just been struck by the the beauty and ambiance of Keenan Stadium, uh, since visiting as a high school student in the 1970s before I entered school at Carolina, and uh, it's always just been a special place. And uh, once I got into the publishing business in the early 1990s and had some involvement in some coffee table books about Pinehurst and some other places, that mm-hmm. um, I just always thought Keenan Stadium would lend itself to a, a nice picture book uh you know, photo-oriented book and was able to make that happen uh, four years ago in 2016. And so that was uh, one of the highlights of my career. And then um, when Mac Brown came back and there was so much excitement around the program last year, I thought it appropriate to update it and put a fresh coat of paint on it. Mm-hmm. So that's what we did. And it, the volume two came out uh, this summer. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Now, Keenan does look a little different this year, but it's mostly because of COVID-19. The the Heels have still been able to dominate at home. What has been so special to you about this year's group? I think just the way they have dealt with the problems, the uncertainty, the adversity of the the COVID-19 pandemic. I I think that it's shown the the leadership from the very top, from, from Mac Brown, even above him with Bubba Cunningham, and the way they've been able to organize and direct and lead their their staffs and their players and they for the most part of course knock on wood you never know what can happen the last three weeks but so far with the exception of the one hiccup with the shutting the program down for a few days back in july they've they've for the most part been able to 
be very clean and not have any delays or uh, any quarantines or anything to set them back. So it's just um, – and, and once you get away from all of that, the, the game is still football. And right. once you accept that there aren't many people in the stands and that it's a, there are different rules all the way around, uh, it's still – still the same game and, and that's been so much fun to watch this team evolve and um, you know some of the skilled players and some of the strengths of the team come to the fore. And in all your years covering Carolina and watching ACC football let's talk about one skilled player who's certainly been the talk of the town Sam Howell who does he remind you of if anyone and what makes him so special? Well he certainly doesn't remind me of anybody who's <laughs> played at Carolina he's got a certain set of skills skills and He's, um, you know, just to, to be around him, the, the little bit that I have is just his focus and drive and resolve to, to be a, an outstanding player. And it was, you know, a testament to Mac Brown and Phil Longo that they were able to flip him from Florida State and get him to Carolina because, as, as you see watching this offense, the quarterback was the missing link yeah. to, to the offense that had, had been here. And, um, you know, once Mitch Trubisky left, there were a couple of – years of, of a revolving door and quarterback and just not being able to find the guy. Sam obviously is the guy. And what's really been fun this year, Candace, is just to watch what he's done, you know, athletically, uh, yeah. running the ball, you know, that draw play that he had against Wake Forest was just a, a wonderful play. And, uh, you know, he's had a couple good blocks and, you know, he steamrolled a couple opponents. So it's just been fun to watch him put all his athleticism um on the front burner this year. Absolutely. Defensively, though, Coach Bateman and the guys have gotten a lot of flack this year, but I think they certainly held their weight against Wake Forest with some key three and outs to help turn that corner. How can defense carry that momentum into some big matchups in Miami and Notre Dame down the stretch? Well, I think it certainly helped that the last several weeks they've gotten some of their young players some playing time, and it'll be very interesting against Notre Dame to see yeah. um, how much Jaquarius Conley and Tony Grimes, you know, if they are listed as starters um, or um, if they will go back to be in reserves. Um, you know, whether Carolina gets Storm Duck back uh, is still open. Uh, mm -hmm. You would hope that they might before the end of the year, but it's been, uh, you know, the program Mac, Mac Brown inherited a year and a half or so ago was much better equipped offensively than defensively. And so the offense has been clicking on all cylinders and the defense is just trying to, um, um, you know, it, it, both years it's been hit with a lot of injuries in the secondary and they've recruited very well through two recruiting classes. Now have the third one coming in in December for arrival in the, in the spring semester. So I think by 2021, the defense is, is really going to start to, spread its wings and swagger a little bit, and we'll start to see what all the, all the recruiting noise has been about. Certainly. Now, final question I have for you. As someone who has seen a lot of Carolina football, seen Mac Brown's tenure not once but twice now, how great is this program going to be in the next couple years? Well, certainly with, with the – well, let me back up, Candace. I, I watched Coach Brown put this program together mm -hmm. in the late 80s and early 90s, and it was done – very methodically uh, with a very precise plan to go out and recruit the best players in the state of North Carolina and supplement that with um, the surrounding states. And so far, he's uh, that's exactly what he has done since he's come back. And you can see the talent level increase incrementally and get better each year. And I think 
certainly by, as I mentioned on the defense, 2021, 2022, when the defense has you know several classes back to back to back, and they've all got years of experience. I think it's going to be fun to, to watch them play. You know, if you could just envision putting the the defense that Coach Brown had in 96 and 97, mm-hmm. right before he left for Texas, and put that with this offense, that would be something to behold. <laughs> and that would certainly be uh, a challenge to Alabama or anybody out there uh, mm-hmm. for the national titles. So I, th- I think that's in the offering. I think we've got a lot to look forward to. Absolutely. And I think if nothing else, Carolina football seems fun again. And I think for a long time with all the distractions and what have you, it just, it looks like the guys are having fun again. There's just so much more energy around the program now. And and you're right, guys are having fun. And um, there's a sense of organization and structure and discipline to the program that uh, there hasn't been frankly since uh, Matt Brown left over 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. He's he's got a, a knack for organization and structure and, uh, we missed that for a long time, and it's good to have it back. Absolutely. Well, I thank you so much again for your time. And can you please remind everyone of where they can get a copy of your book, Football in the Forest, The Life and Times of Keenan Memorial Stadium? Well, it's available at UNC Students Stores at Flyleaf Books in Chapel Hill. And the easiest place is to uh, go online at johnnytshirt.com. It's available there, and you can you can order it, and they can send it to you in time for Christmas. Awesome. And if folks want to follow your work or follow you on social media, where can they go? Lee Pace Tweet. Awesome. And then, <laughs> and then, watch, then read extra points on Monday mornings after every Carolina football game at GoHeels.com. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you so much, Lee, for your time. I sincerely appreciate it. Candice, enjoy it. Good luck with your, with your blog. Thank you. And your, and your podcast. Thank you. All right, folks, as you know, I am on this new fitness journey since retiring from swimming. I have been looking for great treats to stay fit but keep me nice and toned. That's why I've leaned on Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. With 18 amazing flavors that are 100% covered in chocolate, Built Bar is even more delicious. If you're a health conscious person like me, you'll enjoy Built Bar because it's a low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, and great for the keto diet. Head to BuiltBar.com now and use promo code locked on and you'll get 20% off your next order. Thank you so much again to Lee Pace for coming on the show today. Talk to me about Carolina football. Again, if you haven't gone to pick up his book yet, I'm sure the memories are just pouring in as we have a weekend to reflect. It's a bye week. You can order it. You can get it in time for Christmas and you can just understand how Keenan Stadium all came to be. More importantly, you can just really enjoy the Tar Heels for the final three games that we've got. I think it's going to be exciting and you can celebrate responsibly with Coors Light. Do your thing. Listen, I know I've got mine. I hope you get yours. So let's talk about, though, as we wrap up the final segment of the day, our Priceless Gym. You know, we got to bring it on home, a look ahead to next week. Okay, so Monday, I've got locked on Magic host Philip Rossman Reich talking to me about the Cole Anthony selection and what he will bring to the Magic team and what are the thoughts and sounds going on around Orlando. It's always going to locked on Podcast Network to have insiders, local experts who are in and on the ins and outs of teams, you know, just can really give you that instant uh, information and make sure 
hey, it's accurate. We all know you can talk about the fluff stuff from the national level, but what do people who are on the day-to-day basis, knowing the ins and outs of these teams, what can they bring for you? It's always here on Locked On Podcast Network. Now, Tuesday, I'll have NBA draft analyst Royal Howell from Carolina Blitz talking to me about the NBA pickups, more importantly than some of these college guys. We'll just have very much a free-for-all conversation, where the Tar Heels look, how Duke looks, how everyone around the triangle is going to fare for this season. Finally, we'll have Wednesday, Thanksgiving feasts, Carolina, College of Charleston predictions. Okay, basketball is in full swing. Are you excited about it? I can't believe that it's here, (laughs) but we really have college basketball on the mend. And I just, that's, that's crazy. So, then Thursday, I ain't gonna talk to y'all because I gotta enjoy time with my family. More importantly, I have to cook, right? I have an opportunity to throw down in the kitchen. I'm going to make some good meals. I'm going to try and cook like my grandmamas and aunties and mama. I know it's not going to be the same, but I'm going to do my damn this, right? I'm going to put my best foot forward. That's the goal. That's the absolute goal for me today. <laughs> and then Friday, we're going to have Carolina versus Notre Dame. Five keys. So I'm going to drop the episode in the morning because, you know, the game is at 3.30, right? But I want to also recap Carolina hoops, talk about what we liked, what we didn't like, you know, just get a little taste, okay? So that's going to be the week ahead. I think it's going to be yet again. Another exciting opportunity to talk to you guys about Carolina hoops, Carolina football, Carolina athletics in general, all that good stuff. So you got to come back, okay? Monday or Monday through Friday is going to be nothing but fun. And if you have not yet caught up on all of the episodes, I'm sure you're going to be traveling, you know, to somebody's auntie's house because you've already got your pre you've already taken your COVID test, got a negative result, and you're going to head to grandma's house. Cool, right? So you have plenty of time in the car to go ahead and listen to all of the episodes from Locked on Tar Heels Catch Up, let you know, get your mind right, right? And then you get ready for the week coming into, and we're just going to keep it rolling, keep the ball moving as we head into the final month of the year, which is crazy, right? We're really, really doing this thing, 2020. We're wrapping it on up. Can't say I'm mad about it. (laughs) But make sure you guys come back next week. I look forward to it. Again, have a great weekend. Be safe. Make the right choices. It's cold outside. Wear that coat. Put a toboggan on that baby's head. All that good stuff. Wear your mask, all right? And make sure that you have a great weekend. As always, go Heels. You are Locked on Tar Heels, your daily podcast on the UNC Tar Heels, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.